Good morning, good afternoon. Welcome back to the Beautifully Built Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am your host, Melissa Impet, and today I have on one of my good friends. Her name is Miss Courtney Marie, and this episode is just super fun, super giggly. We just had so many laughs and good memories and just talking about our past and how much we have grown since then. So there is awesome content in here. There's great motivation. You guys are going to love Courtney. She's got such a relatable story, so make sure to follow her on Instagram. Instagram. So Courtney, thank you so, so much for taking the time to come on the show and join us. I'm really excited to be here today with Courtney. So Courtney is having, her podcast is launching soon. So thanks so much for chatting with me, Courtney. Hello. Thank you for having me. And for those of you listening to the Healthy Habits podcast, this is Courtney Marie. And I'm here with Melissa with Beautifully Built Podcast. Yay! Woohoo! I'm super excited to chat today. Yes. So let's start off and just tell the listeners a little bit about our own journeys. So how did you actually get started on this road to becoming healthier and more active? It's a long story. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> hope you have a long time to listen. <laughs> yeah, do you have an hour? No. As is everyone's story, it's super yeah. long. But kind of what really started was I was a yo-yo dieter at its mm-hmm. finest. Mm-hmm. Every diet, I was researching, oh, what is a new diet? Or, you know, New Year's resolutions came around. What diet can I get on to lose mm-hmm. 30 pounds or spring break? That how resonates. Can, yep. Yeah. How can I lose 20 pounds in 30 days, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. We always wait till the last minute. And I just kind of got overwhelmed with information. And I just finally had it because I wasn't seeing the results stick long term. I would see them spring break, lose 20 pounds, get back, and then be like, well, now what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you put on the same 20 pounds yeah. during spring break. <laughs> and then summer comes around, oh, what's another diet? Damn, yeah, yeah. I got to start over again. Yep. Yeah. I totally um, <laughs> so I actually decided to find a coach. I got a personal trainer. As much as it helped, I, I learned a little bit more, but what I really – what really happened is I became interested in pursuing personal training myself. Yeah. Um, which really happened. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of how that started. And then I, after college, I packed up my bags and drove out to California to pursue this health and fitness. The career. American dream. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to do it. Well, it didn't quite happen right away, but it, it did. It, everything fell in place. Like, I believe uh, God has a plan for all of us yeah. and it all fell in place and I finally became a personal trainer, moved up, health coach, and then it kind of hit me. I was like, okay, I'm getting results for myself. I'm learning nutrition, learning fitness, learning how to make this a lifestyle and for my clients, but how can I have a bigger impact? And that's when Shalene Johnson popped into my Ooh. life. Like, how can I have a bigger impact? Online is the way to go. And that's yeah. where I am here today. Sweet. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So tell me about yours. Oh man. So I definitely ho- totally resonate with the whole yo-yo dieting thing. You know, I was just like, I was the type of girl who just looked to everyone else and thought that everyone else was just lucky. Yeah. And I just, I just yeah. thought that I didn't have the luck. You know, I struggled with my weight so much growing up and, you know, I'm not the type of person to point fingers, but I know that the routine and structure that I had growing up definitely had something to do with it. Like mm-hmm. my parents, you know, they love me to freaking pieces, but they didn't really think about how, you know, my weight would affect my body image long term. So they didn't really have much structure when it came to like my eating. They were both chefs. 
So they loved food. I was surrounded by food all the time. And there was just no like telling me like, no, you don't need seconds or you don't need thirds or, you know, wait, wait to eat that dinner's happening soon or whatever, you know? And I was just, it was a free for all for me. And that really had a lot to do with my relationship with food as I got older. And, you know, going into college, I finally got to the point where I was just like so sick and tired of being sick and tired all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, it's just like, I think I even had a post like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, oh, it's just the worst feeling. Like I just, I never had any, any energy. I didn't really even want to be that social in college because I hated how I looked in my clothes. I would, go, I would avoid going to the beach because – not because of guys. Oh, yeah. I would compare myself to other girls. Other girls, yeah. They're like, oh, I, I uh, have homework to do today. Yeah, and shout out to the University of Rhode Island because they have some bombshells. Like, it was <laughs> the most beautiful girls around me everywhere, and it was just – it was hard. And, you know, I had such amazing friends in college, but, you know, for the most part, I was, like, the chunkier of the friends. You know, and I was just like, what the hell? And I kept doing the whole yo-yo diet thing too. Like I would be super motivated and fired up for a couple days, like literally a couple days, not even like a week. (laughs) And then you would be. And then I'd be, yeah, I'd be like back, you know, back feeling bad for myself. And it it took me a while to be like, why don't I just stop feeling bad for myself and actually do something about it? Mm -hmm. And I, I wish that I could say that I got a coach or a personal trainer because I was like too stubborn for that like too stubborn. Yeah. I needed to figure out everything on my own. So, you know, f- fake it till you make it. I just, I kept trying things. I kept learning. I'm a really big learner. I always like, I look for knowledge all the time. So luckily with the amount of research that I did, I would have saved myself a lot of the, a lot of time just hiring someone, exactly. but I was, yeah, I was able to get myself on a better track and um, the weight room is really what did it for me. Getting into weightlifting and actually feeling myself getting stronger was a way to like really empower myself to keep showing up. Mm-hmm. So fitness, like really, I say fitness saved my life. It really did save my life and, and it made me a more confident person. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, that's, I fell in love with that too, becoming a personal trainer, like learning things and then, okay, how can I incorporate this in my fitness? Yeah. Like just feeling I like to say, I don't want to say I'm addicted to the gym, but yeah. almost in a sense where I, totally if I don't go, yeah. yeah, I'm not doing my body any service because I just feel stronger and I start off my day better. Like I'm a much happier person yeah. <laughs> when I go to the gym. And it's funny that you said uh, when you grew up, you it was like a free for all. You didn't get those comments. Whereas like I got all those comments. Oh, you shouldn't be eating that. Is that fat free? Is oh, that so you were the opposite. Free? Yeah. So Mm. think of that, like that really put a damage on my body image and really like food, my Mm. relationship with food. So it's just, it's ironic to hear your story, like Mm. just completely opposite and how we, where we're at today. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting. So you were kind of more brought up in like, in more of like a diet culture. Um, I would say that like my family never dieted because I grew up in the Midwest, meat, mm-hmm. potatoes, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, the Midwest diet, <laughs> the I guess, diet. Yeah. but it was very, um, and nothing, like, not a diss on my family by any means, yeah. they were doing the best they could, Yeah, exactly. but some of the things they said didn't help me. I was a yeah. closet binge eater, so mm-hmm. when 
my dad was out of the house, like I would go and grab Oreos and yeah. eat them and put them back in the cupboard. And you felt like you had to do it quick and rushed and secretive. Exactly. And yeah, 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 that's really interesting. And and I just, um, you know, I appreciate so much that you've taken the time to really think about that. And that's what I'm always like really preaching to my people about is think about your past and think about the things that you learned from your past that just no longer serves you. And I feel like you've done such a great job doing that. You recognize these things about your childhood and about how this relationship with food started from childhood. And you've kind of released that and mm -hmm. you've, you've realized that it was a part of your journey, but it just doesn't serve you anymore. So I love hearing that. Yeah. A huge part of it that I was missing, and I'm sure you were in college too, was the mindset. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> teaches you, well, how are you going to get over this actual deeper issue yeah. that you haven't dealt yeah. with and brought to the surface? Yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, unless you have the mindset piece behind it of what you're doing, not only what you're doing, why you're doing it, like the nutrition and science background, but okay, why do you do the things you do? Why do you say the things you say? Or why do you think the way you think? Mm -hmm. And that usually comes from childhood. Yeah. Yep. It's huge. It's huge. And, and I know some of the listeners might right now might like have never thought of this stuff before, but it is so interesting to dive into and think more about. And, you know, it's one of the, one of the reasons why I think hiring a coach is so valuable because sometimes you don't know, and you don't really want to dive deep and think about your past, but it's, it's really powerful to like, let some things go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the people who truly succeed are those who want to grow and yeah. want to actually deal with those issues deal with them and not push them under the rug yeah otherwise you'll yeah sure you'll have outside success materialistic stuff but are you truly going to be happy until mm. you deal with that yeah. shit <laughs> yeah and it's it's crazy because like if you look at like social media and just like the way people portray healthy like yeah your nutrition, oh, yeah. your nutrition and fitness is important. It is. But if you, you know, eat better and go to the gym, but you're ignoring your mind and doing that deep inner rooted work, your results are never going to be maintainable. Like you have to take steps backwards, do the hard mindset stuff first, and then move forward with your nutrition and fitness. Do you yeah. agree with that? Oh, I 100% agree. Mm. Do you remember, maybe you did too, in college, you would scroll through Instagram, see the bikini competitors, and that's who you would compare yourself to yep. when yep. <laughs> it's, it's a mindset thing. Like now looking at it, okay, I know that I know what it takes to get to that level and I am not willing to do that. Yeah. Or help, like I'm just here to live a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, and that's so just, it, it doesn't have to be your goal. Like, you know, you don't have to be 4% body fat. No. That's not going to bring you happiness. It's not. <laughs> no. And you don't have to compare yourself to what I always thought like, oh, well, I have to look like that. That's what health looks like. Yeah. But now that I know what it takes to get there, and also now I know how to not compare myself because they're in a whole different level. Mm -hmm. They're coming from a complete different place. Like you're basing yeah. your, I always tell my clients, don't base your goals on someone else's results. Yeah. Wow. I love that. I mean, you don't know where they're coming from, what history they have, what coaching they have. So what their goals are, they have completely different goals. Exactly. That's so powerful. <laughs> really, really powerful. Yeah. I'm the type of person where like my thighs are meant to touch. Like, yes. <laughs> period. I have just accepted that and I love my thighs, you know, I love them. And the booty. 
I'm, yeah. I just meant to have this big butt. <laughs> exactly. Gosh. It took me a long time to really love this skin that I'm in though. Same. Took me a long time, a lot of work. And um, I really think, I know I said it before, but fitness really saved me because like, I didn't really ever feel like I was good at very much. You know, I wasn't like the super talented little girl. And uh, if anything, yeah, I'm a freaking klutz, you know? So I just wasn't very good at anything. And then when I got into the weight room, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm actually good at this and I can get better at this. And it was like that motivation where the idea of going to the gym previously had been something that was like a chore to me. But yeah. then when I realized that I didn't have to just sit on the elliptical and I could go <laughs> explore a little bit more, that's when I was like, oh my gosh, like this is actually something I want to do. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like a way for me to want to show up for myself. And now today, it's like my form of meditation. Like I'm not great at sitting down on a pillow and, you know, touching my <laughs> thumb to index to middle finger or whatever my brain flows with thoughts and I'm like, oh, I can't meditate because I can't quiet my brain. But that's just because that's not my place to meditate. My place to meditate is when I'm in the gym, lifting weights, focusing on my breath. That's my meditation. Yeah. And would you agree that having that mindset, it's now it's become easier for you to wake up and go to the gym instead of having it be a chore now because you want to. Mm -hmm. I, I always tell my clients like, Let's get it to a point where fitness, make fitness for you and you wake up, you get to the gym and then you're like, how did I get here? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Seriously. It's, it's so automatic. Yeah. It's just so automatic. You're like, whoa, I don't even remember <laughs> driving here. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, um, for me, like, um, I am a pretty social person, but being an entrepreneur, like it, it is a little bit lonely, lonely being an entrepreneur sitting here talking, a little bit. <laughs> talking to the, talking to the camera and the microphone, you know, but, um, <laughs> my gym time is like also a little bit of like my social time. Like, even if I'm not talking to someone, I'm still around other people. I start making yeah. friends with like the people who go at similar times as I do. And I feel like that's what brings me back to it. Like you can really start like a little family at your gym. And I really recommend that, that sense of community. Yeah. See, I'm the complete opposite. I put my headphones on. I'm in the like, I don't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> I'm in and out. Courtney has resting bitch face whenever she's I in the do. gym. <laughs> I'm super nice. Yeah. Just trust me. But yeah. I'm not in the gym though. She's not nice in the gym. <laughs> yeah. Like this yeah, morning so- I was doing deadlifts and <laughs> oh God, my face expression. I did not want to record it. <laughs> But see, this is like a perfect example of, of how the, each of us are going to feel a little bit differently about things. You know, like Courtney's still killing her workouts. She doesn't like being social. I am killing my workouts, but I like being social. So you just, you got to figure out your flow, you yeah. know, but I definitely recommend finding a gym that you actually like. If you feel yes. so uncomfortable in your gym, you're going to find every excuse not to go. I love that you brought this topic up because I struggled with this. Um, Part of my story, I went through a back injury Mm. and this was all in the midst of transitioning from personal training in person and health coaching to online. Mm. And so I went immediately went to a desk job. I was sitting all day. That's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so having that back injury wasn't going to the gym had that fear creep in because I didn't want to get injured again. Um, But it finally took finding a new gym and finding that atmosphere again, because in the same time I moved to Orange County. So from San Jose to Orange County, 
didn't really know anyone mm. and tried a few gyms out. But once I found that atmosphere that I loved, I, it was just easier to go back. Yeah. So I love that you brought that topic up because I think most people think, oh, a gym is just a gym. Yeah, nope. Not, not by any means. Nope. And not putting any gym down, but you have your bodybuilding gyms. Yep. You have the higher tier. Higher, <laughs> higher <Yeah>. tier. <laughs> the more fancy. Um, and then you just have your average or a boutique gym. You've yeah. got to find something that works for mm. you. And I love how you just categorize those. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you do. Like, you walk into those gyms and it smells like complete BO. Yep. Or you walk into those gyms and it smells and like roses. Like, yeah. It smells like a spa. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to come here. Yep. And you know what the funny thing is? I've experienced all of those because I'm like Same. such a gym hopper. I love like hopping around. And, you know, like, uh, my my mission with the beautifully built mission is to inspire people to really take the body they were blessed with and build it into their dream body and that's like my why like i want to build my body into the body that i envision for myself so like you said with the competition thing like i look in the mirror and i'm my only competition i look mm -hmm. at myself and i'm like you know what i think i want my hamstrings to be a little rounder so i know that i'm going to be focusing more on hamstrings so i invest in it because i'm so serious about you know my results and wanting to really change my body so I do have a couple gym memberships, you know, because you have a couple. I do. Yeah. Because what are, I'm, in, what are they? I'm in different moods. Like, um, one of them, it's called the gym in San Diego and it's oh, the meathead bodybuilder yeah. gym of the USA. Like it's, it's, it's intense, but I go in there and the vibe is like, oh, like they're I playing, hear. like they're playing like metal and rock. And, and it's like all these huge dudes walking around like jacked and Sometimes when I want a hell of a workout, that's the vibe that I really like. So that's I go heavy there. lifting day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, and like the people around me push me and they motivate me without even saying a word, mm -hmm. just being in their energy, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. And then I go to another one called EOS and it's just more like your average gym, like, yeah. you know, new year's resolution gym kind <laughs> of, you know what I mean? And then I also do a lot of yoga. So sometimes yeah. I'm like totally needing to be Zen and like turning my phone off and not listening to music. And, and that's when I go to something like that. So really you got to be willing to invest and, and try different things. Yeah. I mm -hmm. think the key word is try. Yeah. You got to put yourself yeah. out there. How will um, you know, right? Yeah. yeah. A lot of people come to me, they're intimidated of the gym. Yeah. So what's your gym like? Um, so I have two. Yeah. I go to Equinox, which is the, the spa. Fancy, the spa gym. Yeah. Just because I, that's the type of gym that I worked at. Yeah. I worked at Club Sports. So mm -hmm. it was, that was a competitor and it was the same atmosphere. So I'm yeah. like, uh, I need, like, I need the same atmosphere. And then I go to hot yoga. Nice. So, I mean. Ooh, I love it. I, I need both. Yeah. It's balance. That's yeah. what I, it's totally balance in my life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so awesome. But yeah, the whole gym intimidation thing is so real. And it's like, you can either continue letting that be a limiting belief, mm -hmm. or you can pull up your big girl panties and just get over it, break through that. Yeah. And, you know, really start seeing the results that you want. Well, and the perfect way to overcome that is do mm. a gym tour. Mm. Even if you're not interested in the gym, like Make one of your friends go. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah, go alone. Go do a yeah. gym tour and they literally take you through every piece of equipment, like, oh, this is what this does, or ask a personal trainer there at the gym. 
Yep. Because that's what they're there for. They're not just standing there. To, yep. <laughs> they want you to come talk to them. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. So true. And and I'm always big on, you know, asking for help. Like, like this bodybuilding gym in San Diego that I go to, there's so many pieces of equipment. And mind you, I have been I have been lifting weights for seven years now. I have gone to so many different gyms across the entire US. And this gym here in San Diego has different equipment than I have ever seen because oh it's God. just like that hardcore and intense and huge. Um, so I have to let my ego down and I have to be mm-hmm. like, hey, excuse me, sorry to interrupt. Can you teach me how to use this machine? Yeah. Like, you know, it took me a while to, to be able to actually ask for help, but no one has looked at me and been like, no, you know, yeah. everyone's like, sure, let me show you. Like people that are in the gym are, you know, are there for a reason because they have goals and they're going to help you. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you're willing to ask. They just have resting bitch face. Yeah, <laughs> and they might have resting bitch face, yeah. And sometimes, you know, I try to go for people who don't necessarily have their headphones on or whatever or, like, catch their attention first. People always say that to me, like, Melissa, how do you just start a conversation with someone? I don't oh, know. I'm but, so awkward. I'll literally go really? up and tap someone. Oh, my gosh, you're so funny. I don't usually physically contact someone. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, if I can't, like, make eye contact with yeah. them, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely, I definitely try to make eye contact first, but like a smile is, is a language, you know, just smiling at someone is, is such a great way to start a conversation. So I usually just kind of like start there and, and I'll be like, Hey, I'm new here or whatever. I don't know how to use this machine. Can you help me? Or, you know, really I had that this morning. I, there was, it was so packed. I'm like, okay, how can I, cause I do circuit style yeah. training. Um, so it's like a mix of five different exercises yeah. and I needed the bench that this girl was using yeah. right next to me. Uh, so I popped in, Hey, can I use this quick? Yeah. <laughs> and push-ups, and then I was out. <laughs> yeah. And she probably didn't be like, Oh, this chick, no. like she was probably nice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we just put things in our own minds. Like we make up stories. We're like, oh my gosh, this person's going to hate me for asking a question. No, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So let's, let's chat a little bit about motivation. Are you a believer in motivation or do you think that motivation just doesn't exist? I think it comes and goes. Yeah. I think for That's you to answer. rely solely on motivation will not get you to success. Yep. Hmm. Let I mean, there's yeah. days I'm not motivated. Like, I don't want to go to the gym every day. Yeah. Even health coaches or fitness coaches, yeah. we do not want to go to the nope. gym every single day. Absolutely not. You I gotta, mean, like, I don't go every day, but. Yeah, yeah you got you to gotta make it become a routine. It has to become a part of your lifestyle, yeah. especially, especially if you have big goals for yourself. Like, if you really want to be designing your body, yep, guess what, sister? It's just got to become habit. Yeah. I actually heard something this morning on a podcast I was listening to. Um, I can't remember who said it, but she was talking about, oh my gosh, focusing on the end goal mm-hmm. and not looking, not focusing on how far you've come. Yeah. Because, I mean, once you start looking on how far you've come, that's when the fear starts to creep in. That's mm-hmm. when the comparison starts mm-hmm. to creep in. But like when you start to focus on, where are you going and just like build it into your routine. I really felt that resonated with even motivation. And like, I know people start something and then they stop something Mm -hmm. (laughs) Start to focus on, okay, where am I going? And I even like write it down. 
Yeah. I'm thankful for losing 10 pounds. Yes. Physically writing things down is huge. Yeah. So that's your motivation. I'm yep. thankful for writing 10 pounds. Why? Mm. What is your why? Yep. Why do you want to do it? Why do you want to see it happen? Why does it actually matter? Yeah. Because if yeah. you don't have your why, like, well, good luck. <laughs> yep. So true. So I like, I love like this visualization. Um, if you like literally pretend that you're like on a hike and you're walking down the path and it's like a beautiful day, it's warm, the birds are loud and it's like the perfect day. Maybe you don't have to work, you're just on this hike and you look up ahead of you and you can see so far, but then there's a bend and you can't see any further. Mm -hmm. And your only mission is to get as far as you can see. And it doesn't even matter where the rest of the path is because your only mission is to get as far as you can see. And I really think that it's the same in like your fitness mission too. Like you're not, you know, if you're 50 pounds overweight right now, mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to, to envision fully what your body looks like. No, no. You're not. And it doesn't matter. You don't have to. That's the exciting surprise once you do get there. But like your first step is to just get to the first five pounds before mm -hmm. you turn that corner to get to the next five pounds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that you put it that way. Mm -hmm. That's a perfect way to actually see it happening. Yeah, Cause another was. thing is if you can't vision it, yeah. how are you supposed to get there? Mm -hmm. How are you supposed to know what it tastes, looks, mm -hmm. feels like? Yeah. Actually feel it within your body. I yeah. love like guided visualizations and stuff like that because it makes me, it just makes it feel more real to me. Mm -hmm. you know? And then, and, and know that, you know, maybe you're like Melissa and you're walking down the path and you trip over something and you <laughs> fall down because that shit happens to me. I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram, but I just destroyed my knee rollerblading. And that's, oh, that's just what happens. I fall and whatever, but that happens in life. And on your journey, you're going to fall down in the path on your hike. You're going to, that. but the, the path never changes. You just fell mm -hmm. down. So all you have to do is get back up and the path is going to be right there. Yeah, but it's just like, it's such a good practice to like visualize and just accept the fact that like you don't have to be perfect all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's going to resonate with a lot of people, especially going on vacations and then they come back and they were so good before they left. They come back and then they feel like, oh, I just ruined all my progress. Mm -hmm. I have to start all over because I was there. Like you were there. We, yeah. we know what that feels like. Yeah. But like you said, when you fall off track, you just got to get back and start yeah. the next day, like baby steps. I was talking to some of my friends the other day. We have like, um, we do like a big group chat and we were all FaceTiming and we we're <laughs> one of my friends, she's huge in the gym too. She's such a big weightlifter. And she was like, when I fall off track, sometimes I just have to laugh at myself because in my own head, I feel like I've lost all of my gains. Yeah. It's like, nope, you're, you have not lost your gains. Like you just have to laugh at yourself sometimes because it feels like the end of the freaking world. And then you realize like, oh, I actually like have not fallen that far off track. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing is when I went through my back injury, I was, I, I have to be honest, like I was out for a good year. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like I was told from, I went to chiropractors, I went to a spine specialist, physical therapy, all of that. Mm -hmm. And technically I could have worked out, but there was a lot of pain yet. And I was wow. just scared of hurting myself. How was but that I, mentally? That must've been hard on you. I was depressed. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't want to put anyone down for being clinically depressed, but mm -hmm. I was depressed mm -hmm. or I didn't want to get up. Like I just wanted to lay in bed all day just because I didn't feel like I was good enough. It took me back to before I started fitness 
of not feeling good enough. Mm -hmm. What's the point? You know, what am I? That must have been a huge time of growth for you. Yeah, I mean, I literally had to get to the point of being sick and tired of being sick and tired. Same thing with anyone wanting to change. I don't think they truly change until they get to that breaking point. Mm, So true. Like as hard as it is and as sad as it sounds, I wish people would, I wish I would have taken care of my health before Mm. I got to that breaking point. We all wish that, but it only, I mean, it takes that shit to really get you moving. And so I got to that point, like, look, I'm not, I'm going to continue down this path or I got to change it and do something about it. So I got the best of the best and trigger point therapy, like all the stuff. But I mean, yeah, the mental part of that was Mm. hard. I'm sure, I'm sure that must've been like a little bit of an investment too, but like you were so committed to why you wanted to break through that feeling that you were down to make the investment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, and to be honest, I didn't have it at the time. Yep. I mean, no one has the case, right? Yeah. No one has it. No one has a thousand or two thousand dollars laying around. Mm -hmm. Like you have to make it happen. You make it work. Exactly. And I knew that my health comes first because I wouldn't be able to show up for my clients. I wouldn't be able to show up for me, for my Mm -hmm. relationship, for other people. I would be a grouchy person. Grouchy, grouchy. (laughs) With a resting bitch face. (laughs) A grouchy, grouch with a resting face. (laughs) Yeah. That's like, I can like picture that, that emoji. (laughs) I should be in my profile. Yeah. Right. But but, next to it, I'm super nice. Yeah, I'm actually super nice. I swear. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But it's it's funny. Money money is something that's so funny. And I have this conversation with a lot of people that like, you're not just going to have extra money lying around all the time. But when you want something, you figure it out and you make it work. Like I tell so many people like, you go out to the club and you figure out how to afford it. Right. But it's, yeah. you got it. You got to have that same attitude when it comes to like your goals, because if you're not willing to invest in yourself, then don't expect things to really change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is not, I mean, it's kind of an example, but when you have health scares, mm-hmm. you really have the money to afford the medic, like the yeah. bill, mm-hmm. medical bill. Yeah, why not? Why not? But you gotta it, like the hospital. You don't just. Oh, I'm just not gonna go to the hospital. I'm gonna yeah. put it off. Yeah, screw it. Yeah, you gotta come up with the money. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing with health. Now I just wish health. There's so many diseases in our world that tie back to gut health. Mm. You know, oh gosh, like this could be like a whole you, separate podcast. I know, and I won't. Yeah. I won't go down the hole. But have you? Yeah, heard but of, um, gut health is huge. What is it? A hundred ways not to die. Yeah. 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 After reading that, my mind was blown. Like I knew about gut health and I knew the importance, but to that extent, I was like, whoa. Seriously, gut health is really, really important. Proper digestion is really, really important. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. if you're listening, go check it out. I think it's called 100 Ways Not to Die or just Ways Not to Die. Mm Mm-hmm. Not quite sure. Look it up. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't recommend that you go on Google and type in gut health. No. <laughs> or a hundred ways not to. <laughs> but anyway, there are resources out there and they're really interesting. And maybe we'll both, we'll both do a podcast, have a specialist on or something like that. Yeah, we should. Or like all the 
books that we like. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. I like the idea yeah. there. That's a really good one. This has been so fun. Thank I you. I know so we much. could talk for hours. Seriously. So <laughs> where can the beautifully built listeners connect with you if they'd like to? Yes. Um, so you can connect with me on Instagram. My um, username is to Courtney Marie, T-O Courtney Marie, or my Facebook group is Healthy Habits, Healthy Lifestyle. Nice. Yes. And where can our listeners find you? Um, you can find me, like we said, on the Beautifully Built podcast and then Instagram. Instagram's just like taken over. I love Instagram. So my handle is A underscore healthy underscore attitude. And I'm a big Instagram storyer, just as Courtney is. So follow along. Me too. It's just, it's an easy way to just drop things, drop tips, and it's just entertaining. Yeah. Super easy. Super yeah. fun. That's yeah, how we and, connected. Yeah, exactly. And I know that if uh, I, I personally always answer to people. So if you ever have questions or whatever, reach out for sure. We both love yeah. to chat with people, especially people who are passionate about really finding their purpose and getting healthier. Always. Mm-hmm. Comments, questions, yeah. anything. Yeah. We both, we both live on our phones. <laughs> Pretty much. Literally live on our phones. You guys should see we're we're um we're on FaceTime right now as we record this podcast and we both have on our blue blocking glasses. Shout out yeah. to Classy Network with a K. You can find them on Instagram. They have these really cute glasses and I've never actually worn glasses. So I feel so cool because they're not like prescription. They're just like blue blocking. So when you're looking at your phone a lot or your computer screen, it's much safer for your eyes. But yeah. I love it. Yeah, I will say um not as many headaches mm. and you're not squinting so it definitely yeah not squinting yeah yeah <laughs> and we no wrinkles right we don't want wrinkles we don't want wrinkles yeah she got she got on the call today and she had hers on and i was like oh my gosh i should have mine on too cuz it's hard to remember to put them on sometimes but they do make a big difference yeah you'll see the picture on instagram <laughs> yeah seriously oh man well thank you so much Courtney. this has been such a blast Yes, thank yeah. you. I we have to schedule another one because yeah, let's do this like again. We can talk for hours. Yeah, hope everyone listening has a great rest of their day. Bye.